is episode seven of the Pop Culture Podcast, and I am luckily uh, joined today by another podcaster, well, two podcasters, in fact, The Culture Reel. I've got Abby and Tolu here with me today. Hey, girls. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming to Kenza Rise. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank you for inviting us. I know. It's a shame it's such a nice day outside, because it's, it's really quite, it's quite cool when we got in but now i'm feeling no, it it's it's we needed it to be cool it's too hot. yeah it's way too hot. <laughs> and we're gonna there's gonna be a lot of like hot air i yeah. assume because we're gonna be <laughs> maybe from you guys <laughs> um so um i invited um so tolu actually i know from um working together actually mm. a few years ago um it's several years ago yeah it's been a while now i want to say 2012 yeah it's been because it was with cc cronin yeah, with it. yeah. yeah. Um, exactly. We, we, yeah. yeah, and this is—that's how me and Abby met as well. Oh right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cece, bringing everyone together. I know, bring the world together. <laughs> um, but now you're working um, yeah. uh, with direct. What's the... Directors UK? Um, and we're basically the industry association for um, screen directors. So um, ensuring that they get their remuneration for uh, repeated works that's shown on TV. Uh, so screen directors for everybody else is um, like television and film. Um, but we also work with directors who do uh, music video and computer games but it's made it mainly falls in the remuneration mainly falls in tv and film oh amazing well i've only spent this morning with abby and she (laughs) she knows her stuff about film oh Um, god yeah well very kind (laughs) well i'm just gonna say specifically the incredibles um you told me earlier you did your dissertation so i did my dissertation on disney disney Uh, yeah so it was about disney and the decline of innocence so if you think about fantasia bambi cinderella all of those early disney films to Elastigirl looking very, very sexy. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot has changed over the years. So, yeah, so. Um, and we actually, um, good timing because actually I did get invited to Incredibles 2. Um, and actually, I thought we're going to do this podcast. So I thought, hey, let's get some, a couple of extra tickets. Yeah. So thank you very much, Disney PR. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but you know, you, we, I watched it, I watched it last night. Um, and it still stands up. Yeah. But um, you haven't seen it before, have you, Tony? No, I've seen it before. You've I seen, it before. seen it recently. She hasn't seen yeah, it recently. Yeah. But um, you know this oh like God. verbatim, right? <laughs> Abby? Oh, the incredible. I think I know pretty much every Disney film and almost every, well, yeah, every Disney Pixar film. She was doing pop quiz, like, in that. What was the name? I think I, I think I would win. I'm quietly, no, in fact, very loud and confident about winning on a pop quiz. It'd be, it'd be inside knowledge, uh, unfair advantage. <laughs> so, what did you think of this one then? That was totally wicked. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really liked it. It was really, really good. Liked it. I think it is like one of the best sequels I've ever yeah. seen in my life. I was actually thinking that. I was thinking, like, you know, when you consider. When you think about good sequels, you mm-hmm. kind of think Godf- Godfather yeah, Part 2. Yeah, That's yeah. kind of like the benchmark yeah. of great sequels yeah. where the original's good, but actually, could the yeah. second one be better? Yeah. And personally, I think this was Godfather Part 2 better than Godfather the first one. Two. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I think it was like, I, I, I enjoyed it so much more, and I think a lot of it... I mean, I don't want to do too many spoilers, because I think this is going to come out before um, the movie comes out, and also I don't want to spoil it too much, but... There's so much about it in the sense of you get with Jack Jack mm. as um, we learn. I think we already know from the trailers that he 
gets yeah. powers. Yeah. But the kind of whole, those set, uh, sequences set up with yeah. those things. But also, I really like the fact that Frozone got so much more... Um, Screen time. Yeah. 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 yeah, like his character developed and he, they gave him, he became his own person. Even though he was very popular in the first one and everyone, yeah, he was, you know, he was amazing. But like, I felt like they developed him a lot more. They gave him his own personality, his own person. He wasn't just you know, um, Mr. Incredible sidekick. He wasn't just his friend. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So it was, yeah, no, I, we appreciate that. Thank you, Disney. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think, I think the film was on par. Do you see what I did there? Oh, no. Pa, pa. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, oh, I, I, I thought it was fantastic. Um, but I wouldn't say it was better than the first. I'd say they're on par with each other. Mm. I think, yeah, I might agree. Yeah, I, I might would agree. say just because of the inclusion of Frozen, that's why it kind of yeah. slips yeah, out for me. No, and, and I think, fair what, enough. I think yeah. when you see what he does, you realise actually he's got really good powers. Mm. Yeah. Um, His powers are amazing. Yeah. I was sitting there thinking, he might be sort of like the best superhero with sort of like frozen powers if that makes sense mm-hmm. like I mean I can't think of that many like I'm thinking Bobby but... from Ice from X-Men yeah that's it I was just like there's oh, others God. but I was just he was awful he was awful yeah. Yeah. awful and I'm just like no this is what you're supposed to do with yeah. ice powers yeah. this is just he just made it and like so I'm just he's my favourite ice superhero I guess <laughs> I think that's what's it's quite interesting isn't it because a lot of times when you watch movies um, especially superheroes there's always kind of the origin stories how do they develop powers yeah. and I suppose knowing that they have these powers already and it kind of takes they're, they're fully formed they're really good yeah. at what they do yeah. um, I just I mean I, I think I don't want to explore it, but I think all of our favourite bit was the Edmund Moe bit yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I also say that maybe I think the raccoon bit might have been. Oh my god! Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, yeah, bit. that bit yeah. was hilarious. <laughs> actually, actually, I so I went to a Disney presentation like six months ago, and that's the scene that they showed, oh. and it was just you, it's really hard when you kind of like say yeah. sign an embargo, you're like I can't talk about it. Yeah. And you know what? Even though I've seen that whole sequence before. Yeah, it's the so flames. The, yeah. There's a bit, there's a flames <laughs> bit, guys, and it just yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, but also, I wanted to talk about um, the opening of it, the the bow. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I lovely. And what I thought was, oh, I did, uh, I did cry. We both had a tear. Oh. We both had a tear. I was wiping my tears. I saw. Oh. I know wiping. I, was like, I thought, okay, she's but taking a glass. I, thought, I, did, I did. noticed that you it both was, did that. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, no, yeah, but to be fair, and many people don't know this about me, so I'm about to expose myself. But I do cry every. Oh, ha- can I just say I am exactly the I same. Do. Happy moments, I cry. Sad moments, I cry. Uh, clever moments, I cry. <laughs> I cry for moments. Moment moments, I cry. Idiotic moments, I cry. I cry through everything. So yeah, that was that was quite poignant. For me. It was brilliant. I'm a cryer. And, and I think I think because obviously on social media there's been mm. a lot of chatter about it, and yeah. I think there was I think what it was there was someone uh, I think a, per, a woman a white woman um, <laughs> specific <laughs> she tweeted <laughs> a woman uh, of Caucasian descent um, uh, she uh, she tweeted oh my god I'm confused and then suddenly I'm confused by it yeah. and I suppose it's one of those things where I think people jumped on it mm-hmm. a lot and then it was yeah. like I don't know how like thing is this woman could have just said I really don't understand it yeah. because to be honest there was something kind of um, irregular about it there's yeah. that scene where it kind of you, you'll see it when you you'll know it when you see it mm-hmm. so I can understand why people are confused but I think the point of it is very clear yeah. it's about yeah. empty nest yeah. syndrome yeah, exactly yeah. Um, 
no, I don't understand what could possibly confuse you. The story yeah. is very linear. It's very straightforward. It's, I do uh, think it's cross cultures as well. I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think it. I think the lady on Twitter made it a cultural. It sounded like she maybe made it a cultural thing, or maybe the people who jumped on it made it a cultural yeah. thing. She might. She might just have been saying. I mean, let's let's back let's back her up. Yeah. She might have just been saying she doesn't understand the connection to. Yeah, the Incredibles. Yeah. Maybe that's what she was saying. I'd like yeah. to not think she uh, she was she's that stupid. <laughs> you I'd think, like to give her a little bit of credit that her brain does work. <laughs> do you think there is this kind of? Um, I mean, I think there is. I, I mean, I think there is a kind of uh, aspect of social media where where not only people jump on things, but they don't let things go for yeah. ages, and they yeah. do like threads about yeah. things. And don't get me wrong, some of them I actually really agree with. Yeah. I think, but I think um, wait, without context, um, Abby <laughs> <laughs> has her hand up. <laughs> would you like to say something? Yes, Abby? I would. <laughs> Hannah has touched on something. You know <laughs> what annoyed me? Oh my gosh, the unpopular opinion thread. <laughs> oh, I just thought it started enough. off really fun, and then it just got enough. ridiculous. Everybody, enough now. And then it became like the unpopular opinions were actually really popular, but yeah. people were just talk, just wanted to say something clickbait. for the sake of saying something. Yeah, say click, click it yeah, it's just yeah, that was frustrating yeah frustrating it's hard isn't it because kind of where is i mean i i do get into it sometimes mm. on social media oh, so I love yours. no i absolutely adore yours <laughs> like like retweet <laughs> tolly's my biggest fan <laughs> but um i think sometimes i don't know there's certain things that i don't want to step on because i feel one is it my place to step mm. in in this situation to um am i i think there's a level of kind of engagement how do you engage because sometimes i do think there are things that can make you mad like really mad mm-hmm. but sometimes i think is this is that kind of that is this I, you know what i don't want to and it's really hard <laughs> yeah exactly is this the hill you want to die on but also is it could it be done in a way that actually is more makes it easier for people to understand mm. if you're not kind of um passionately aggravated like aggravating yeah. it do you know what I mean yeah. sometimes I think it yeah. aggravates the situation rather than yeah. um, rather than pacifies it yeah. yeah and I hate using the word aggressive because I don't think it's aggressive mm. I think it's like this um how, there's another word for passion, passionate but like a more negative way yeah. do you know what I mean because yeah. I think it yeah. comes and it, I think sometimes it can be quite dismissive yeah. as well because yes. it's kind yeah. of you have to like don't get me wrong like that when it comes down to issues I know we talk mm. about earlier we hate the kind of diversity thrown around but mm. when it comes to issues of diversity representation mm. people can get quite hot-headed about it and it gets frustrating and I think certain languages can be used that actually make people too scared to even approach the conversation or even yeah. try and learn more but then at the same time, I do see this side where I'm like, actually, you know what? Fuck this. Mm. They have a right to be, people have a right to that. People have a real right yeah. that, like, this has happened. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's, I suppose it's kind of getting to that happy medium of, like, That's, where yeah. is the where is the progression? How yeah. do we progress yeah. past this point of just being angry at each other? I'm not going to lie. I like a bit of Twitter beef. Right here, here, oh, that. oh, I like oh, a bit yeah, of Twitter yeah. beef. And it's not just because I want to, you know, start, start oh, an sure. argument with some, No, <laughs> but sometimes I feel like people that want to be like, oh, I'm pro this, I'm pro that, but you're staying quiet. You're part of the problem. Yeah. That's my thing. It's like, whether you're black, white, green, pink, purple, um, you know, yes, if you were to go on to every single tweet that offended you and every retweet that offended you, you're just going to implode. Mm, However, yeah. I feel like I have a duty, um, you know, having a voice to say, no, actually, that's not right. So, mm. yeah, we're going to have... I'm going to be unpopular and yes we are going to go back mm. and forth on this but I feel like I have a duty to to 
to um to say, to, say yeah, it. to say something too. Whereas I think when other people just turn a blind eye and they're like, oh god, I can't believe this day. I have back with this because there are times where there's so many tweets. That pick I've your drafted, battles. That I, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I think I do. And um, there's so many tweets that I've drafted to be like, actually, and then I just think, hang on, oh now yeah, and just no, like, I've same. Got to think about my own sort of like mental well-being, my own yeah. mental space. It's like I know this isn't right, and I'll yeah. just be, and I'll probably retweet someone else who's already said the same thing that, that I want to say. So yeah, like, is it worth me put myself in a negative mental? space saying something that someone else has already said and now I'm in a bad mood and now I'm Twitter beefing this someone else who I don't know so it's just like well, well it doesn't work for everybody everyone's completely different but I would what works for me is retweeting someone else who's saying the exact same thing that I would want to say who's maybe articulated it better than I have yeah, yeah. that's what works for me and I oh totally thank you <laughs> that's usually it and I'm just like I'm like oh really angry about this and and I, I, I don't agree with you but someone's articulated it in a way that is yeah. just like informative educational like yeah that's exactly what I wanted to say yeah. so retweet. you know what though at the end of each month I have to go into my draft folders and just to do <laughs> a link because there are so many <laughs> so in there many. I think it's just kind of like I mean I don't if there's a way of is there is there a way of, is this tweet if I have said it already before right yeah. if I'm just regurgitating what I've already mm. said um, about the same issue blah blah this isn't progressing because I think there's an aspect of it's funny I was I, I interviewed Shailene Woodley the other day for a drift mm. and you know she's a very politically active person yeah. so I kind of said to Sam Claflin I said oh you know now you've worked with her you're going to campaign the next general election are you inspired I mean his thing was oh you know I want to be a good dad and I felt it was a bit weird because my parents aren't political and yeah. like they've raised us for 20 years you can be both. politically active and both but i understand that you want to spend your downtime with your kids yeah. so i think i understand that but she said um you know i think it's sexy to go to protest it's sexy to do tweets and go to marches and all that mm. but that's not hard what hard mm. is actually going out to doing it so i think there's there's a certain element that actually i feel like sometimes I don't jump on like hashtags yeah. things yeah. because actually I feel like is this actually sincere yes. you know yeah. it was like when exactly. Anthony Bourdain died I was like I've never seen any of his shows yeah. right but what I do kind of say I was like you know what I haven't seen his shows but I actually do really respect what he's saying so it'd be mm. really inc- it'd be really insincere of me to suddenly say what a great man but yeah. you know what we yeah. need more people You're like that he'll su- support right. it yeah. You're absolutely right yes I agree with you because mm. when David Barry died. Yeah. I thought, oh my goodness. The way people were acting. People mm-hmm. that... I, I was like, I know for a while you've never even heard of his song. Yeah. So what, you never... Yeah. Other than I'm under pressure. Name yeah. me another song. Let's dance, bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, you're really, really... That, you know, you, no. I'm not going to repeat what you just said. Because yeah. You hit the nail right yeah. on the head. You're absolutely right. And I think... I don't know. I think with Twitter, it can be a vicious vortex. That's mm. what I call it. A vicious, said, you can speak sucked in yeah, very quickly. Yeah, and I did say earlier that it's performative. A lot of people are just saying things because they know it'll get a reaction. They know it's what other people want to hear. So it's just like, most of the times they probably don't know or don't agree or, you know, they don't think that particular way, but they're saying it just yeah. for, you know, just for clout, just for numbers, just for retweets or whatever it is. And it's just... Sometimes it's boring. Sometimes yeah. it's boring. To be fair, the things I work hardest on for Twitter mm. is things that I think are funny and it really upsets me. That no one really tweets. <laughs> I know, like, you got me. Uh, yeah, yes. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I spend more time doing that than like an aggressive one because I'm like really like, right, what am I going to say this? I have to think about it. <laughs> it's so bad, but actually at the same time, when I do get a few retweets, it's great because then it ups your numbers and more people read my articles and yeah. that's, that's the main thing about it, isn't so, it? That like, was kind of the main point of Twitter in the first place. Really, well, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, sharing is kind of left a bit. Yeah, exactly. Mm. 
So tell me about your podcast then, Culture Real, spelled R E E L. But also, I feel like you're keeping it real with the culture. Is that, is that, is that, is that like, that's a fist bump, yeah. fist bump through the air, fist bump. <laughs> High five. <laughs> oh, I like that. I actually like that a lot. I didn't think of it in that way. But Let's like just that. stop it and then just do it again. So culture real, like we'll yeah, do it and yeah. then it's like, yeah, we'll pretend. Um, but yeah, no, talk to me about, because you guys have been friends for how long? Um, well, we met in 2012 yeah. and yeah. then um, big year 2012 big year I know, right? <laughs> big year for people connections and as friends do or white colleagues do we'd lost touch and then I, told um, you, I sent you a message it was me that sent you a message to, yeah, yeah I remember yeah, yeah yeah it was me mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I just I thought I remember I just thought this girl because I was obviously followed her on Twitter and I thought I thought to myself Totally in ages. Yeah. Thought, Let me just send her a message, see how she is. And it happens though. Yeah. Life gets it in the way. Do you know yeah. what it was? Um, I don't know if <laughs> you know. I love an advert. Everybody knows. I love an advert. Um, was it the Kenko? No, it was the Nescafe advert where um they talk about losing touch with people. Yeah. Um, and I thought what a really good advert, and it was just really beautifully made and stuff. And I think that was. I was just going through all these people I've lost touch with, and I have actually That's have things nice. to say that I want to listen to. <laughs> so I sent Tolu a message, and so, yeah. Yeah, we just, history, yeah, really we just sort of reconnected and I guess like the idea behind the cultural the podcast I guess in general was that um, I have a background in film PR and entertainment PR and um, and it's amazing it's great I love it I love my career I love where it's going etc etc but working in the industry you don't see a lot of faces like yours or faces like mine basically and I knew that I've seen that and you know it's it took a while for me to get used to, but it's one of those things that I'm used to. Yeah. And then it got to a point where I got a bit older and I was like, actually, I don't want to get to used. I don't want to get used to this. It's not actually a good thing to be used to not seeing diversity or people like me in the industry. And I'm a film lover anyway. I, I've always loved film, and I I think I can judge and review a film quite well without having sort of like the um i guess like the educational backgrounds or you know the proper training um as a journalist or whatever i'm just like yeah this film's amazing and it works because of this and it works because of that or it didn't work because of the script or the production blah 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 so i was just like oh um i would love to be a film critic like in my in my spare time or something and as the years went on i just realized that there weren't any black critics that I knew of right um and to even narrow it down even more there weren't any black female critics yeah so I was just like uh hello yeah like I think yeah yeah, what is going on and I think sort of like more recently when um I think it was like girls trip came out and um there was I think a few uh publications were like oh yeah it's fine I didn't really get it it was just like kind of like Mm. It's because you don't have a diverse team, like you don't. It doesn't. I mean, it's a. I mean, it's not a great film, but it's a good film, and it works on certain levels. And well, it's maybe, better than it was better than Rough Night, which I would say is the equivalent. It came a, out at the same what, yeah, time, and I found Rough Night yeah. was really. I I actually really enjoyed enjoy Girls Trip, yeah. and I suppose I suppose even myself, like I'm mixed race, but I, to be honest, I was raised by white parents, and mm. like the. I mean, I don't have the level of kind of. Um, I suppose, like, kind of, uh, what's the word? Uh, microaggressions against me, yeah, as it would yeah. be. I think, mm. you know, when you can kind of pass, yeah. it's not yeah. as bad. Yeah. But at the same time, there is this thing as being, you know, a woman and, uh, yeah. and getting getting into the job. I mean, yeah. I know for me, trying to be a film critic, I mean, I think I originally wanted to do that, but mm. I feel like, again, it's very tough. Yeah. And so I kind of went through the film journal.
learn this route yeah. and so now I'm getting to do it for this and another podcast I do talk radio but I think you're right I think you know we're seeing a lot now um uh when we're looking at the the kind of when they brought those statistics out yeah was it well, a few weeks ago yeah, or something yeah, now yeah. and I think this is the thing I kind of wanted there's like one of the reasons why I wanted to get you guys on as well because I think it's an actually interesting discussion to have mm-hmm. because I think a lot of people a lot of people are taking it the wrong way right yeah I don't think anyone is saying that white men cannot review no, films. No. It's saying that actually when you're getting a review, you want to get a review but from someone who actually has the same sensibilities that you do, mm. right? Or something similar. You've got a shared connection. I mean, yeah. you might like it. You might, I mean, I love Mark Commode. I think we have yeah. kind of similar tastes and mm. stuff. But at the same time, he doesn't like comedies that much. So whereas I liked, for my sins, quite enjoyed Dirty Grandpa. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. said it was crap. You know what mm. I mean? So I think it's kind of it's about having the kind of more a, a more wider range yeah. of people giving their opinions about stuff. So actually, you can say, well, actually, maybe I wouldn't. Maybe in uh, someone like Mark Commode's not going to like this. Not going to like something that you know Abby might like, mm. or or any other number of people yeah. might like. So yeah. I think it's about having that choice and having yeah. your choice exactly out there, so is. you can find the most yeah. criticism. That's exactly, exactly what it is. I mean, it's when, a choice. Yeah. It's a, like it's not just it can't. We can't just have. I know. Not that we can't have, because we have had, but it's, I think it's unfair to have um, 12 publications all having reviews from just a same sort of person, the same demographic, old white men. It's just, it doesn't make sense because the world isn't just white men. And yeah. it's just like, you know, like, exactly sort of with the example that you gave, like, if a critic doesn't enjoy comedy, doesn't enjoy rom-coms, you know, and gives a film sort of like, you know, low ratings, low scores, then, you know, what about me who loves rom-coms? Like, you know, they yeah. could be like there's, <laughs> I think, um, what is it like, um, how to how to lose a guy in 10 days? It's terrible. It gets like really poor reviews, I think. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely adore it. And Same, I was very much a rom-com person yeah. growing up and even like, really crappy ones like yeah. really bad but yeah. I mean, all the J-Lo ones yeah. really, really oh bad. my god I, lo- I can I just say I love J-Lo and I always thought she was the only celebrity I kind of looked like Yeah. Well, this so is, I loved her because I was like yeah so much. but I also think that the, the, the other thing about this whole film criticism angle mm. is not just about voices it's about actually being able to get paid to do the job it's yeah. a discrimination it's yeah. like if you think this is like an actual kind of workplace employment discrimination mm. issue because actually why shouldn't women of colour yeah. um, people of colour get the same opportunities as white yeah, men you're saying yeah. it's not just about them having their point of view it's about saying if there's jobs going it shouldn't just be limited to the same people yeah. right yeah. I think that's yeah. important I mean when you look at that movie I don't know if you've seen Half the Picture um, which is oh. Amy oh. Adrian which played at um, it played at uh, Sundance London recently mm. and it's about female directors um, I really recommend watching it, but it had Ava DuVernay, Gina Prince-Byford, had um, Lena Dunham, like loads of people on there, Catherine Hardwick, Ugh, all talking... Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, to be honest, you know what? She, her, like... She, oh, God, you know what? We, I don't even have another time. time. Yeah, another exactly. time. Another time for her. But with this, they were talking about and how it became this... this documentary? Yeah. Oh, it, I think... Was there statistics from Directors UK in there? Because we did statistics on oh, women directors. Might have been um, then. Yeah, because I think... I remember working with someone and sending some information over. We obviously did sort of like um, press packs and etc. just to get the word out to press as how everything works. Um, and yeah, the statistics are awful, are really bad. And it's sort of like it's similar in a sense um, with most things. Um, basically, in film school, it's 
split down the middle, 50-50 women and men who apply for film school in film school. And then as the years go on and as they progress further in their careers, so that's from like short films mm. to festivals to mid-budget to high-budget, it gets it decreases more and more and more and more. So basically, as you're going further in your career, if you're sort of like um, comparing man to woman, um, only three point three percent of women get to direct high budget films. It's mad. So, yeah. So how are you going from fifty percent of like the film school population down to three percent? That's ridiculous. It's actually ridiculous. I think it's a, it's like a number of things, isn't it? I mean. I mean, well, you know what, Abby, you work in HR and you've talked about how kind of hiring processes and stuff and how you do it. I mean, you kind of how does it work when you're work, when you're doing it? Do you know, I mean, we are very, well, yeah, I'll say we because the company I work for were very passionate about, God, the horrible D word, diversity, <laughs> yeah. um, and making sure we're being inclusive to all. That said, I was having this conversation. We just had a diversity talk, actually. Uh, we had an intern come in and talk to us about physical diversity and cognitive diversity. Mm. And um, when I put up a ad for a vacancy, I can only go by the people that apply. Mm. Yeah. That, I mean, I'm not a magician. Yeah. You know, I'm not David Copperfield. Mm. If 100 white people, are, you know, they apply for that role... Um, I mean, it's just do the math. It's going to go mm. to a white person. And I do believe it should always go for the best person for the role. That said, the onus is on you as an organisation to make sure that you are being as you are being as fair as possible. So now, now that I am thinking about it more, I'm thinking, right, let me not just use LinkedIn as a pa platform for yeah. um, recruiting. Now, maybe I should go on to some places where ethnic minorities I know are more prominent, that, you know, places that they use. Maybe I should go into uh, marketing, um, I don't know, uh, schools or market people up where they do marketing diplomas or whatnot because we have more people. Mm. Now, it's funny, we were looking for a... Um, uh, procurement person so someone who's really good at spreadsheets and excel everyone who applied for that role was asian there was right. not one white person and i thought look at that and the person who was helping me recruit for us for the role said well that's because it's maths and i hate to say it but asians in general are better at maths that's just and i thought oh really because i didn't know anything about this so for me it was just i was putting out an ad and i had no idea and i thought how the tables have turned there was one there wasn't one caucasian person who applied for the role everybody was asian when i mean asian i mean indian you know pakistani bangladeshi mm. you know asian south asian south asian and i thought wow this is amazing how come nobody told me about this you know so i think sometimes yes it does depend on the the position um but we are living in a country where yes we are becoming more diverse in, in regards to um the ethnicities that are in the uk but we're still outnumbered to say we because as a black person I'm saying we, but I'm saying, you know, ethnicities are still outnumbered. Yeah. So it's not, it's not, Rome wasn't built in a day. It's not something that in HR we're going to fix overnight. You, I see so many different diverse, um, you know, classes, you know, people, classes. they're teaching you how to be diverse. And I just, I mean, I'm scratching my neck because it makes me break out in hives. I was reading, I, I, I um, you know, HR Grapevine sent me emails and one of the emails, obviously the whole drama happened at Starbucks in America. Right, yeah. One of the emails 
was about Starbucks. Uh, they are teaching people how yeah. to be more diverse. Yeah, it wasn't Colin supposed just... to be doing a video for that. I don't understand. I mean, I'm going to be that woman on on Twitter, and I will mm. say I don't. I don't understand. Mm. How do you teach people yeah. to be diverse? But it's. I suppose it's. I, I. I. Again, I go back and forth with stuff like this, but because it is one of those things where they call, or is it unbiased? Sub, sub, but, but, unbiased. Just no. What's it called? Oh, subconscious. Sorry. Sorry. So yeah. it's that thing where they call unconscious bias. I think a lot of people, um, how it works and which is what is part of the problem is that people hire in like, and you can only, not you can only, but a lot of people, I guess in the industry as well, because they don't have um, typical HR practices. It's like, oh, my mate, John, who I went to school with, you know, he's a director. So let's get him in to do this. John knows, oh, my mate, Peter, he's a sound guy. Let's get him in. So you hire, it's like, that's if you called, don't... That's called groupthink. That's only because I've just, I've just done it. <laughs> oh my God, well, groupthink. Yes, it's called groupthink because I've just, I have just, uh, shout out to you all now for teaching me this. Um, but she just had that diversity mm. talk where she was telling us about groupthinking, mm. about, you know, if you have the same white men over the age of X, you know, gone to upper class, upper middle class private mm. schools. They have been taught to think in a certain way. That would be yeah. different mm. to white men who's who have gone to That's um, very 1984, schools. isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It, it is. Um but it's I I'm gonna use an um an example that Ola gave us again. Shout out to you, Ola. <laughs> the cheeky monkey that um, do you remember? Oh, I know um, this H and M, H and M, cheeky monkey mm, that H and M. Now we were talking about that, and she said, you know, because we were like, how the hell did that go into mm. production? I mean, mm. we just don't get it. And she said, well, it's because they didn't have enough diverse people on their team. It's yeah, as simple as that. Yeah, of course. That's you it. know, but to the to the outside, well, we know this. Yeah. But to the outside looking, outside people looking in, they're just like, oh well, it's just. It's just this the, is the thing. I don't, the, the problem is, well, the problem is, we we kind of see um, racism as like racist and not racist. We yeah. don't. We're not factoring. There's this whole middle ground where it's actually not about um, people overtly calling people names and yeah. being horrible. Mm. It's just about like oh. a misunderstanding, not understanding anything around you, or not really acknowledging that. And I think that's the problem. Until I mean, it's interesting because I really wanted to ask you about. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of people saying about this film criticism business is that actually it's a lot about PRs, yeah. not actually doing the work yeah. to find more diverse. So like, lazy. So, so as someone who's worked in it, mm. I mean, when you're kind of getting together and you're, um, when you were getting a list together of like yeah. who can back, because I know, I know since I've gone freelance, mm. it's been actually more difficult for me to really? actually get screenings. Actually, for I mean, obviously, mm. it's because well. It's got better now. I've been doing it for a year because I've actually, you know, I have specific outlets I can work mm. with. When I first went freelance, the difficulty was is that they have people working at full-time outlets. So they're like, well, who are we going to invite? We're going to invite the outlet first. Yeah. Freelancers, mm. technically, unless you... They always they always ask me, which so publication? which publication is yeah. going to go in, yeah. right? I mean, luckily now I do, obviously, do the weekly film mm. reviews on with Talk Film. You know, now it's like, okay, cool, I can get to them. And I do a lot with Yahoo Movies um, regular on a regular basis. But, you know, at that time, it's really difficult to get in there. And you're just like, but again, when I go to screenings, mm. I'm looking around me and everyone is basically yeah. white. I yeah. know white guys, right? Especially on the Monday and Tuesday screenings. And I just feel like, how is it that I am the only person here of a colour? Mm. Not even, not and I'm not even, I as I could say, not even the most diverse person yeah. there. Like... Mm. You know, I'm very, I'm very kind of uh, reticent to kind of 
push you know I, I am i am a woman of color mm. but at the same time i know i don't i have a level of privilege that i think everyone has a level of privilege yeah. i think that's it what well, i consider myself an intersectional yeah, feminist yeah. because yeah. i recognize that you know yeah. we were talking earlier about the word people of color yeah. and how it's, it can be both a positive in the sense that it's great that people of color can come together personally, to support each like, other I don't, yeah. right personally i don't like the term i just think it's just a very nice way of saying colored people right. that's my, yeah, in my that opinion was, yeah um, so i don't like it but you know that. i just um i let it go because mm. i feel like okay abs just I know I don't I know literally no Tunisian people in London so where is like the group do you know what I mean that's yeah. what, that's why I mean yeah. it's like I understand why people use it as a collective term because mm. actually it's a it's a collective community of like-minded people who've gone through the same sort of discussion yeah. so yeah. I absolutely totally agree with that because mm. there's also a sense of you know, you guys as black women, mm. what you experience is totally different. So exactly. I understand why you have the black yeah. girl magic and, mm. you know, even like Desi girls, you know, that mm. kind of thing. I understand that. But I think when we're supporting everyone, I can understand why that yeah. POC, but then yes. it's also, it's like, just because you've got a black person yeah. in a film, that's yeah. not representation for me. Yeah, you know? Exactly, exactly. And I look at Star Wars and I yeah. find it really interesting that a lot of the Jedi is basically based on North African culture. Yeah. Um, yeah. And North African, yeah. like, actually a lot about Muslim uh-huh. religion. Uh-huh. And it's like, <laughs> Apart from Riz Ahmed in Rogue One, yeah. like been, where is there? Yeah, yeah, uh, where yeah. are the where are the women? Where are the Arab yeah, yeah. women? Where are the North African women? You know, Egyptians. Do you know what I mean? Oh, Tunisians. It's... There's all the Moroccans. Like where where are we represented? So it's sometimes what? I find it Crazy, difficult because yeah. it's like yeah, I yeah. support and I'm like yes yeah. yes yes Tanya Newton yes everyone, yeah. yeah but sometimes like. But when's it our turn? Yeah, no, that's exactly, that's <laughs> exactly it. I that's love that panel, yeah. but when, yeah. is it, when is it our turn? It's so weird that we're in a, um, like, we're in 2000. I hate saying this because I know that it wasn't um, that long ago that we had, um, like, segregation and stuff. But in 2018, I still think it's really sad that we're still celebrating sort of, like, the first black woman to, dot, 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 you know, the first person of color to yeah. still, dot, dot, dot. And it's just like... I can't wait till it's not. Yeah. I can't wait till it's like the 50s. But it won't be in our lifetime. Yeah. And I think that's what people are yeah. sad. I, I'm sorry to say, I'm sorry to be the harbinger yeah. of bad news. No, it's sad. It will not be in our lifetime. Mm, yeah. Factual. We will always see racism. Mm. We will always see, whether it's blatant racism, whether it's undercover racism. One of the things, again, going back to my Twitter beef, <laughs> sometimes I'm like, let it go, Abby. One of the things that. Name really, shame. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things that really pisses me off is when people tell me what to be offended by. Yeah. 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 You don't tell yeah. me what yeah. I can you do yeah. not have a right to tell me yeah. what yeah. should offend me and what should not we are gonna have we're gonna have a lot of fun <laughs> on Twitter because lord knows I have got time yeah. Yeah. so yeah. but that really annoys me it's it's when I have even even I have to say some black people yeah. you know when they're like oh I let it go sis number one I'm not your sis <laughs> yeah oh, right yeah number one number First two time. just because you're laying down and being walked over doesn't mean I have to exactly. come mm. and you know and number three you're light skin. You can't come and tell me mm. as a dark skin person if it's about colorism, for instance, why yeah. I should be offended. Or you're a dark skin black man. You can't come and tell me as a dark skin black woman why I can't be offended. Mm. Yeah. Stay in your lane. That's mm. my thing with Twitter. Whether, whatever it might be, whether it's about colorism, whether if it's about food, whatever. I have a right to be offended about whatever it is. Offend, and I don't even offend easily. But when people jump in and say, oh you know, I can't believe, you know, that's what upset you or offended you. I'm like, what can't you believe about it? Because See, I think this is what's interesting is uh, gets us onto the subject of which we all love, Love Island, because I think this is something where actually when it let first me, began... Let me just... Let me, I'm just, stretch, let me just stretch. Let me just stretch, Hannah. I need to stretch my... La, 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 la. 
so um so i think i mean i for personally i've never watched love island um i've never watched before and i mentioned you earlier the only reason i'm watching it is my friend samira is in it uh i love you um so but the thing is what i noticed that when it first started Mm. and and even from day one where she got picked last one and i'm you know what maybe i'm just maybe i'm just being biased but i don't think i am Samira is the penguin girl in there. She's stunning. Right? Naturally, Naturally gorgeous. Stunning. So first off, when you went, and I remember people saying, oh, I think we all know why she did got picked yeah. last. But there was a lot of people saying, oh, it's not about that. Not, mainly, no, mainly, but people, it... mainly, mainly, mainly non-people of colour. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. It's, what it's I mean. always, yeah. It's but what now I mean. as it progresses, suddenly people are like kind of open. Yeah. Yeah. People yeah. are understanding. Mm. Exactly. This is what I mean about staying in your lane. Because you don't understand come to me mm. when you do understand or come to me when you're open to hear to hearing yeah. what I have to say about yeah. it because yeah. we but, said in the beginning and she's like this is the reason why she's not being picked this is the reason why dot 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 is happening but it's like not- oh no you want to argue oh no that's not the reason why it's th- it's because of this it's because of this it's something else it's always there's always something else but do not compare her to Alex. Do not compare yeah. her to Alex not um, finding someone. Because there are girls, they, they just don't fancy him, you know, in the, in the sense that, um, you know, they, they brought all, in his type. You yeah, know? Oh, they brought, I they said brought, that the other day. I said he brought, they like brought, how they brought a dorky the, girl in for dorky Alex. Uh, where we're not Samaras? stupid. Yeah. Where is the producers on the, we're yeah. not stupid. Look, you said more people applied to go on Love Island than they did for Cambridge. All right, that means a hell of a lot of people, yeah. like 90, they were all white, whatever, yeah. stupid. <laughs> so are you telling me when blatantly they ask you, they do actually ask yeah, you what's your what type? is your type yeah. on paper, yeah. right? They ask you what your type is. So Samira would have said Zac Efron type, yeah. is what she no, said or whatever. Yeah, of course. And I know I have white friends, guys, guy friends. I know a lot of white boys, white guys, whatever, Caucasians that only date black women. Right, exactly. I know, yeah. I know that yeah. they don't date white girls. I know several. Girls. I know several yeah. people whose so type is... So you're trying to tell yeah. me yeah. out of 90,000 applicants, not one white guy has put black women. Yeah, yeah. this is the Please issue. Get the, yeah. Get yeah. The but you know what the here. problem is, though? The, the problem with Love Island is, is that they have these application yeah. processes. But they like wouldn't embarrass every, her. No, I feel but like, like every her. reality mm. TV show, they all also scout the research yeah yeah Samira that's did. how they found Sam- jack's Samira- ex-girlfriend samira didn't apply samira didn't apply oh, really? to love island no no she didn't she'd been yeah. approached yeah. a couple of times uh, and we've had discussions about it and the thing about samira is that we had discussions and i actually said and i honestly said to her don't do it you're going to be pitched as this angry uh, black girl you're yeah. not going to get any things and i'm sorry this is yeah. not about you because you're gorgeous yeah. and that's how we're in the club yeah she gets all the attention like it's Honestly, she's she so banging. Like, and not, not even just that. She's a really sick person. She's a so she's talented lovely. singer. She's, she's so great. funny. She's come she across seems as that so, way yeah. as well. She right. comes across as sincere, as smart. You yeah. know, she doesn't come yeah. across as your hashtag angry black girl. She doesn't come across that. Amber Davies. I Although hope some people are taking this, uh, right? I just but, let me shout out Amber from from last year. Had the audacity to say that you know she would be intimidated by Samira, but you wouldn't be intimidated by who was the the one with the passive aggressive one that got kicked out? Um, what's her name? Rose. Hayley or whatever. Hayley, yeah. Or Rosie. You wouldn't mm. be, who were actually yeah. aggressive, but yeah. you'd be intimidated by Samira, who's been minding her let's also, let's also talk about the fact that when Samira said to Alex, you know what, was it Megan or Ellie? Ellie, yeah, Ellie's Ellie. not When she said, yeah. I said, she would not, and she tried to do it yeah. in a nice way, but she's she not, not feeling you. Really yeah. And then suddenly, yeah. oh, a yeah. day later, and everyone, everyone was just like, I, I swear yeah. to God. That, yeah. It's just, but there no was, one apologizes. No one apologizes to Samira. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's the one yeah. who's playing the game. It's yeah. like, they're all playing a fucking game. Exactly, they're all it's a reality show. Yeah, that's the whole point of it. It's a reality show. I do think it was quite 
the episode where she was feeling down and stuff, that was quite hard to watch. Oh, yeah. That that was it was to me so hard to watch. And I just thought, mm. why are they doing this to her? Don't they, set her they up They only brought like her in there. A pl- public platform. But the problem is they only brought her in there to tick a diversity box because last year, everyone was talking, why isn't there, di- there why isn't there more diversity? Montana was in there, but she was quite, she's really fair. So mm. it's just like a lot of dark skin girls. privileged. Yeah. So a lot of people didn't, a lot of dark skin girls didn't feel represented with Love Island. It's like, they're but amazing dark skin yeah. women. So I think the producers are like, all right, well, we need to shut these people up. Let's get a, let's get a brown girl but in. So yeah, they've got in Montana in. But, but they aren't trying to cater it. to her. This they, issue with yeah. it because it's like, you know, someone had the cheek to kind of go oh well 8% of the UK is white it's like okay, and? so what yeah, this and? is a TV show yeah, right? Yeah. this doesn't have to be a perfect representation yeah. right? but let's also look at the fact that you brought in another 12 people yeah. and everyone looks the same except for one right. and I think she, you she's know, light skin she doesn't she's count light Sorry. Yeah. But let's also Casimir talk about or whatever she doesn't yeah. count but no. even, even about like the kind of light skin it's not it, what about where's East Asian where mm, is Arab? Yeah, exactly. Where is South Asian? Yeah. Exactly. So it's not even about. It's not yeah. just about. It's not even just about. Yeah. Well, how yeah. people's people's argument is that they didn't they didn't apply for the show. Now they I, did. I think that's. But I think also, that's like you said, yeah. they scout. Yeah, so yeah. Don't, exactly. Don't, yeah. Please, please. Come, you tell like, me when they had that Desi TV show. Exactly. Also, can I just say another thing? Like Niall Aslam. Yeah, I like. I like him. He's he's put out. That's why he's gone. Yeah, he has Also, can we just talk about like? Again, diversity is not just like about said, the colour of your, your skin, mm. right? Do you remember? I know it sounds it's not the same, but you remember Pete from Big Brother yes. when he yes, ended up winning it, right? Niall, why couldn't yeah. he be honest and yeah. open about his yeah. Asperger's? Yeah. Why did he feel the need to leave? Yeah. Did, uh, what I don't understand is why that's an issue. Because to be honest, yeah. I knew someone with Asperger's so do I. Um, mm. younger, and yeah. actually, it's the mildest form yeah. of autism. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think it would have been weird I for them to be Niall. He was yeah. wonderful. I think they should have kept Harry Potter. Yeah. He, I mean, he was lovely. And he we seemed talk- really nice. And we were talking also again about mm. the people that they get in yeah. are just purely skinny. Yeah. Like, There's no body diversity. Like, like, no one's just things. a little bit. Yeah. No one's you know just a little bit chubby. You know no one's really a little funny. bit. Of- it's it's the fact that all the guys, because watching it, yeah. every single guy has come in and said, "I want someone who's natural. I want someone who's yeah." Famous. I was saying this. <laughs> Megan, I want someone who's natural. Megan. I want someone who looks natural. Megan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Megan looks beautiful, and but she's not has, natural. But she's not natural. She's had a lot of work done, and I yeah, think it's unfair. She admitted yeah. that. Yeah. She, she did. That's I the only respectful thing. I have it's to just, say. It's just, I just right, but she, the work that she's had done doesn't make her. I mean, she, she, she. she I think she looks beautiful, but she looks very sexual maybe that's not I don't know if that's the look that she was going for but no, she does she's, look it was, she's yeah. a gun modern that's yeah. fair enough and, that, and that's saying. absolutely fine but there, it just sounds to me that boys say one thing and they go for another yeah, thing right. that's clearly what it is like, oh, I want someone who's I want someone who's natural I want someone who's funny I want someone who's intelligent uh, Samara but then they sort of like run towards Megan can, it I, just run, doesn't, can I run something by you I don't mm, know if you've yeah, got the yeah. same thing but okay when Adam mm. kissed Samara I don't know. I'm not trying to say the same thing, but something ran from my head. Mm. Do you remember what? Like, and but it's not the same. He, he but said when, he, liked her. he said yeah. he liked to write. Yeah. But why has he never gone for it? And I that's never, exactly right. what I said. So this is, and what you know what it reminded me of? Mm. It reminded me of right. And this might be so out there, but when slave owners used to have fall in love with like the black yeah. slave, yeah. but then stay with their white wives. Well, on who show. is well, the most just, famous president? Right, Jefferson. I've seen Hamilton a month ago, and I was like, yeah, I mean, but that's what I'm saying. That's that, yeah. I feel like is that is that it's the mentality the Adam has because mm. if he fancied her wanted yeah. to kiss her from yeah. the club why doesn't he why didn't Just he pick, pick her, her? Yeah. why does he pick the white girls and I, and I, 
I can't really understand it. Though. This is part of the problem. This is I part think of the problem. It's not that black and white. Uh, <laughs> oh my no, god, no, you're no, no. today. Like, <laughs> that actually wasn't intentional. Um, I don't think it's that black and white. I think, oh, and I don't know these people, so mm. you know, this is this is a bit of a reach. But sometimes it's can they take her home to mom and dad? Right. That's your own personal problem. Like if you, I just don't. I don't. I think it's. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm but if you're going on bloody Love Island, yeah, and, and you're, you're really caring se- about yeah, exactly. what you're, you're having sex on screen, exactly. I mean, his mum. I don't think it's past that. I think. Do you remember to when Amber's fair, parents though, when came in last year and she said, "I thought you were." Going I didn't to watch be... it last year. So last year, her parents came when their parents mm. come and she said, "Oh my god, I thought you were going to be really disappointed in me." Her parents were like, "No, of course not." Yeah, yeah. Some parents. Adam's Adam's parents are already. Did you see that tweet Mum said about how he dumped? How he spoke like laughing when Rosie was like, yeah, like, she didn't raise him like that type yeah. of thing. Mm. See, I do think it. I don't think it's. I a, think they could I be. don't. I, I think no. Do you know what? I've always had. I, I can't speak for everyone. This is my own personal experience. It's I've had a few white guys sort of say something like it would be like, "Are oh, wow. you?" It would be sort of like, "Are oh, your buff?" I wish I could go out with you. Well, why? Why don't you go out with me? Ah. Oh, Dead. I never hear anything back from them. Oh, you're beautiful. Okay, well, let's do something about it. Dead. Never hear anything from them again. It's just like, okay, it's almost like we're just there to just be just looked at and and, and I think exotic I think yeah, the way that boring. people we're uh, like exotic we're just we yeah. seen as this exotic yeah. kind of thing to like mess around with rather than oh, yeah. someone to be where a guy says oh, I've never been out with a black girl before uh, I'm like, am I here to be an experiment uh, yeah, for you also no. can I just say one thing as well someone said this to me the other day uh, we'll have a conversation and they always brings it up what's your type I don't have a type. Yeah, I don't have a and type. And I think the yeah. idea that we you have, don't have a type. You love everybody. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> She's a, you know, I'm just saying, you're a good person to know. Like, you, you, see, you see everybody with an equal eye, which is, I need to learn more from you, Tolu. <laughs> everybody gets a chance. <laughs> <laughs> she's an equal equal opportunity she lover. really is no, she, she, she practices what she preaches or I'm a bit like you know Tolu and I we, we know each other very well not very well but you know very well and she you know I'm like Tolu I need to be a little bit more like you because I'm like nah nah I'm like he's cute he's cute, he's cute. <laughs> The other day she went to a screening. She sent me a text. She was like, "Oh, there's some really nice guys here." And I was like, "Oh, really?" I was like, "Wait, hold on, Tony. Actually, coming from cute, you, cute or your level cute. Everyone is cute to me. Everyone, everyone is beautiful." Well, this is my thing. This is my thing nowadays. I mean, I think the problem with like Love Island when you have some of the people going like, "Oh, I really like mixed race guys," yeah. oh, or "I really like so blondes," cringe. and it's the yeah. idea that like you can only like someone because yeah. of those physical yeah. attributes. Yeah. And actually, like. I was thinking about my romantic history, mm. and to be honest, yeah. it's been quite yeah. wide, yeah. right? <laughs> um, you know when she was, you know when Megan was like, "Oh, she's getting really upset about thirty-seven people." I was like, "Thirty-seven, <laughs> mate, really? Thirty-seven? That it? <laughs> <laughs> Is that it?" <laughs> I was like, yeah, I mean, that's the that's the best I've done six years ago. <laughs> Chat to me when you're on the big leagues, babe. Yeah. And I was like, Adam, 200. Do you have Maybe no, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. I don't even know. I don't keep count because I'm not the type of person to why keep count. Why should you, though? But why this should you? This right. is society's problem. Yeah. You know, as women, sorry, here we yeah. go. Just bringing it back, you're right. As women. Feminism! Um, I see. I'm not a feminist, right? I'm not a fem- feminist, but it's funny because Tony's like, I think you are a secret you are, feminist. You are, you are a secret feminist because a lot of the things all that of you this, do say. All of this, you know, your bread count, how many bodies you've caught, and mm. all of this 
bullshit. That's society's problem. Yeah. You're not going to come and tell me what's right and what's wrong. It's my problem. Yeah. Yeah. And if I want to sleep with one man for the rest of my life, that's my own personal that. choice. If I don't want to sleep with yeah. one man for the rest of my life, that's, that's my, my own personal, personal choice. choice. Yeah. What has it got to do with yeah, you? Yeah, the idea that there's this kind of like, I felt like watching this show, you really just see the worst kind yeah. of bits of society. Because yeah. yeah. I do think yeah. actually the attitudes are very reflective of what's going on. Yeah. Like just the slut shame and the way that yeah. Laura's knee jerk reaction was to call her a slag. Yeah. I think just those things like that. And it just feels like, we need to respect each other's and also we respect each called, other in the same way. She should have called Wes a slag as well. Right. Yeah. And also, yeah. can we disagree that we cannot wait for Wes to get his comeuppance? Honestly. You know what? I feel Today's like... episode is <laughs> the one. Today's episode is the one. I know. One. It's I'm ready. Ready. Oh, my God. Okay. So, uh, let's, I suppose, who... Who do we, who do we think is going to be in the end? I don't. I feel like it's going to be Danny and Jack. Yeah, going to have to win. Danny and Jack. And you know what? I actually do want them to win. Yeah, I know Smith so was my mate, but I, I, I think they were set up to win from the beginning. To do you? Yeah, I, I do. I do think they were set up to win from the beginning. To be fair, they're the most like towie couple. I ever. Was said this. Uh, yeah, we but said, also they're towie, this. but the nicest. They, they're yeah. too nice for towie. But if everyone, if because I watched, um, I've watched Love Island. I think from the beginning. So if you, if if, if everyone can think back, that all the winners yeah, have been from Essex. All the way, so, like every yeah. year. Nathan been and Cara, yeah. two years ago. Mm-hmm. Then you have um, Kem and... Did Marcel win? Oh, no. 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 He cheated really badly in his girlfriend, apparently. Shock. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Pretends to be shocked, Gif. <laughs> <laughs> but we black men don't cheat. So hashtag black men hashtag don't black cheat. Hashtag black men don't cheat. <laughs> don't cheat. Where the hell did people get that from? <laughs> black men do not cheat. I saw that on Twitter. It was just like... Because Jack obviously isn't um, turning, like he's not turning for anyone in the um, in the villa. So he's like, clearly Jack's a black man because he's not cheating. <laughs> it's the same. What was it with David Beckham at the royal wedding? Where it's like, he's a black man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I love it. Um, guys, thank you so much for coming. Thank around. you for having us. I've had this so, was so much fun. <laughs> thank you for I'm having just us. Juggling. Um, yeah, so you need to check out the culture reel. Uh, yes, where please. tell them, tell the guys. Where uh, you can find we're on Twitter and and Instagram, uh, and it's just at. The Culture Real R E E L. Yeah. And for personal uh, Twitter, I am at Abby A B I Films. Abby Films. Oh, mine's a bit more difficult. <laughs> you know what I will do? I will put on the uh, information both your Twitter handles, yeah, so it's you. easy. Because I always have an issue. Where it's like it's Hannah without an H. Yeah. And all that. Yeah. Um, you got spell mine. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, thank enjoy. You so much for thank you. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks. See ya. Bye. Bye.